With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. HN Podcast, I'm John Miller, along with Steve Dace. Going to dive into some college football win totals right now. Steve sent me an email in June prior to the general win totals coming out. And if you recall, in a very recent podcast of ours, we were talking about how delayed might have been our last one, um, <laughs> how delayed the win totals were. And then literally like the next day after we did that, they were out. But you had already sent me a list of what you thought the win totals would be, mm-hmm. uh, timestamp, not that anybody would question your, uh, your honesty. Uh, that's the surest way to get, uh, untouted and, uh, <laughs> unsharped from your boys in Vegas. We've got to be honest here. So Dace sent me those things prior to the win totals coming out and we're going to tell you what Steve's guesses were, and then we're going to go and say what the win totals actually were. And for days to get credit, he has to be within a half a half point of the score. I think in past years it was within one, but since was it really? were, since okay. yes, since you are now a documented sharp, the ante is up. That's just how it is. Should we and tell I, the audience how we started doing this? Oh, my gosh. It's we were sitting around doing our morning show on KXNO one day, and and you challenged me on how much I knew about these non-Big Ten teams live on the air, unprompted, and you asked me to name, like, if, if I could name, like, three players that started for North Carolina. Yes. Do you remember this? And I named, like, their entire starting secondary. Yes. And then we started guessing, I, and then you try to challenge me again. It was just a slow news day, and so you were trying to just essentially get the jump on me. And so you just tried challenging me on what the win totals ought to be for these teams, and I kept nailing them like within a game. So we've been doing this as a podcast ever since, and the reason we do it this way, it's a good way to get a handle on the market, right? So, you know, we're researching these teams all off season long, and so this is the first time the market has officially spoken. And there, and there, and a lot of these lines are set by per- perceptions of preseason college football magazines and things of that nature. And so this will give us a good idea because what we'll do for the, what we'll do for the bigger 10 podcast is I'm going to lay out my actual season win total best bets for this year. And you'll get a good idea where there's a difference between, you know, my numbers and the market we'll talk about in the next podcast, but you want, when you're doing this for professionally, you don't want to just know what the difference is between your numbers and the market because your numbers could be wrong. But you also want to know where's there a difference between what I think the market's numbers are going to be and what they are. So you're giving yourself what's called an extra out, you know, another another layer of, of data, not just what you think, but what you think the market thinks. And so that's yeah. what we're going to do in this podcast is, I'm, is as somebody who studies this all off season. I'm going to guess where I think the market is with the win totals of all the Power 5 teams, including Notre Dame. Yeah, and there's a part of me that wants to go into a long, um, demeaning diatribe of, about hubris and you 
and your cockiness relative to this based upon some of the things you just said and point out that just wait, folks, when Dace's number is like a game and a half or two games off of what the perception is, he's going to say, oh, I'm going to be all over that because, of course, that's confirmation bias. However, I'm not going to do that. Why? Not because I've grown soft in my old age, but because Dace absolutely slayed the point spreads last year, not just in football, but in basketball. And I actually think that he's on to something. And I'm pulling for him this year. So what what's the line of demarcation right now for this? Let's say successful? a half a game. I've got to be within a half a game. No, we said a half, but but what's yes. the percent? Fifty five percent or better is is a success? Let's raise it up let's let's raise the stakes a little bit and see if I can get sixty percent of these. Okay, if you, if you get 60, yeah, if you get 60%, that's a line that in Vegas, if you're a sharp, you're making people money. If it's 55%, you're just kissing your sister. So, okay, that's, let's do that. That's fair. So, let's start in the ACC. Dace set Clemson's win total number at 11. Vegas says 11 and a half. And that's a hit. Right out of the gate. He's got a win. Uh, Notre Dame. Dace set it at nine and a half. And I gotta scroll down here because they're not putting Notre Dame in the ACC independent. They had Notre Dame as eight and a half. Hmm. So one game variance right there. What do you think of that? A little surprised. And whenever you have a difference with where you think the market is at, the first thing to always consider is this a team that has a lot of public action or not? Okay. Because if it's a team that has a lot of public action, that can inflate a number, um, although with Notre Dame, their numbers tend to be overinflated because they're the ultimate name brand team. And then if it's a team that doesn't have a lot of public action, it's more likely the line is just wrong, you know, because they're not going to know as much about New Mexico, for example, as they're going to know about Notre Dame. So that's that's this is a game now where I will go and check my numbers and my data and decide whether I'm confident enough to put them in my season win total best bets when we do that podcast next. Virginia, Dace had eight. Vegas says six. That is a wide miss. Yeah, it's a wide miss. And I would ex- I would say that is an indication that that's a team that doesn't have a lot of market um, viability because this is a team that won eight games last year. And they're bringing a, most, a lot of that team back, including the second-best quarterback in the ACC in Bryce Perkins. So if you're sensing that I, that's a number that I might seize on in an ensuing podcast, well, spoiler alert. <laughs> See, I told you, folks. Syracuse, seven and a half is where you have the number. Vegas says not so fast. We think last year was a fluke. Vegas has them at five. Wow. I'd say the same thing I said about Virginia. I know Eric Dungy, the quarterback, is gone. But you look at the defensive front for Syracuse, guys like Alton Robinson, he's going to be a high NFL draft pick. You know, I mean, that, that's one of the, that's probably the, the best defensive line in the ACC in terms of returning production. They don't recruit at Clemson's level. But remember, Clemson's losing everybody. Look at Syracuse's schedule and tell me where seven losses are at on that schedule. Because I, I – I, I don't see it. So I, I agree that last year was a bit of an outlier, and there's history here. 
The last time Syracuse won 10 games in a year, they won five the very next year. Last year's the first time they finished a season ranked for the first time since 2001. And for those of us that grew up with the Don McPherson, Marvin Graves, Donovan McNabb, Orange, that's an incredible thing to, to, to say that they haven't finished a year ranked in, in 17 years. But I think that's a way overreaction to put them down at a five. Florida State. You now, have here's why I'm at- adding specifics. I'm adding specifics so our audience knows I've done my research on these teams. I'm not just squeezing off a butt cheek and pulling numbers out here. So that's that's why I'm adding some specifics when we talk about the variance. Yeah, I, I don't know that anybody is going to accuse you of pulling numbers out when you're talking about Syracuse because our listening audience probably knows little to nothing about them. So any number you have is one more number than we have. Uh, Florida State's at seven. Vegas says seven. Hit that one right on the number. Uh, Pittsburgh, you have at seven. Vegas says six. So that is outside the half game. Um, NC State, you have at six and a half. Vegas has at seven and a half. They feel a little bit better about the Wolfpack than you do. That's interesting, given what they've lost on defense in the last two draft classes. You lose a three-year starter at quarterback in Ryan Finley. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree their schedule is not overly difficult. But I think that's a little fa- too favorable, but not enough that I would immediately jump on that number with a team of that stature. Um, you have Duke at six. Vegas has them at 6.5. So that is a win there. You have Boston College at six. Vegas has them at 6.5. Another win. Wake Forest, you have at five. Vegas has them at seven. What do you think about that? Wow. Here's what that tells me. You remember a few years ago we were doing this podcast, and Wake Forest's win total was at six. And I was like, there's just no way. Remember this? I don't know if you remember this. I'm like, no, no that, way. This seems like every year. We... Yeah. And and they, I, I think they hit that win total by the time we went to November. So yeah. what did I say at the beginning? If it's a team that you know well or the public knows well, um, you know, now is where you go to your data. But as I've said on these podcasts for years, always start with the assumption. Now, an assumption is not a conviction, okay? Like I wake up in the morning with the conviction that God created me for a purpose. That's a conviction, all right? An assumption are things that, are likely true, but aren't transcendently or absolutely true, which means they can cease being true or in certain situations, they're not as true as they were previously. All right. So you always have to check your assumptions. You should you should let your convictions check you, but you should check your assumptions. So you always start with the assumption they know more than you. Doesn't mean that they always do. But if you start with that assumption, you'll mitigate sucker bets which is the number one, way, number one reason they get you. There is no reason for Wake Forest, given who they are as a name, what their record was last year. There's no way for Vegas to be over-inflating their win total like that. There's only one reason why they would do that. They know more than you know. So while this would be an automatic in terms of what I think the market is and where Vegas is, given who the team is, I'm walking away. And I'm going to assume 
that if they're willing to to assume this much risk up front on a team of such low viability, then that's a trap. So I'm going to listen to Admiral Akbar. I'm going to walk away. Well played. Well played. Moving on, North Carolina, Steve, you have them at four and a half. Las Vegas agrees. Four and a half. That's a hit. Louisville, you have it four. Vegas, four and a half, rather. Vegas has them at four. That is another hit. Only off by a half. And Georgia Tech, you have it four. That's exactly what Vegas has. So you finish very strongly. Uh, ACC plus Notre Dame, you get seven out of 13. If it was just the ACC, you have seven out of 12, and that would be 58%. But since it's seven out of 13, it's 53%. But anyway, that actually, you started out pretty shaky. I was concerned for you right out of the shoot that you were going to blow up before we even got going. But you finished strong on to the Big 12. Moving down. Big 12. Alphabetical. Here we go. Oklahoma. You have as 10 and a half. Vegas says 10 and a half. Dead on hit. Texas. You have as nine and a half. Survey says Nine and a half, dead on hit, two for two in the homeland of the Big 12. Iowa State, you have at eight. Vegas says eight it is. That is four consecutive dead hits. TCU, you have seven and a half. Vegas has seven and a half. I feel like we just filled it here. Baylor, seven and a half. All streaks come to an end at some point in time. Vegas says six and a half. Hmm. Interested in that number in that Vegas was ahead on Baylor last year. They had him at six, which I thought was too high, and they turned out to be right again. So, you know, they're bringing back pretty much everybody. Very favorable schedule. Kind of surprised Vegas is only giving them an extra half game. Oklahoma State, you have at seven and a half. Vegas says the day of reckoning has drawn nigh for the Cowboys, six and a half. Well, that's what I I would agree more with that number. So um, you'd agree more with them than you. That yes, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm guessing what I think they're going to say. Uh, I, I see. I yeah. I see. I, 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 I would you. agree. I would agree more with their number that they actually have. So that makes me feel as if I've got a pretty good read on Oklahoma State. Then is what that tells me. You're the best at playing the flag and seizing victory, regardless of what said that I've ever met. I love it. And I believe no you, but loss, I, I, love no how, I love how it sounds. I, I know what you're saying exactly, and I believe yeah. you, but it just sounds. For those that don't know you as well as I do, they're like, right. West Virginia, <laughs> five and a half. Uh, Vegas has them at five. So another hit. Um go point. I'm keeping track of some things here to do some math later on. Kansas State, you have a five and a half. Speaking of reckoning, first season without uh, without Bill Snyder in a long time, and boy, do you know your Wildcats. Vegas says also five and a half. Texas Tech, you have them at five. Vegas has them at six and a half. Mm. Yeah, that might come up in the next podcast. Just okay. saying. Yeah. Kansas at two and a half. Vegas spits on you, says you're under, you're, you're not giving the Mad Hatter enough credit. We're going to give him three and a half. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, if you look at their non-conference schedule, they're basically saying they think it's it's a it's even money is what Vegas is telling you that Kansas is going to win two Big Twelve games. Yes. This is, this is a school that hasn't 
hasn't won a, a road game in the Big 12, John, since 2009. 2009. Was their last road win in the Big 12. That's like Northwestern 1980s level of suck. Yes, that is the Francis P. Northwestern Wildcats, yes. Holy cow. Um, so you got 6 out of 10. That's the 60% mark we're looking for. Five of your six that you got right, you hit dead on. Moving on next, let's dive into the Big Ten, not keep everybody waiting because it's a podcast. We're not looking for quarter-hour listeners. Uh, starting with Ohio State, you have them at 10. Vegas says 10 and a half. There you go. Me, I'll take the under. There's a little teaser right now. Mm. Um, Michigan, I mean, I, I think 10 is the number, but if Vegas is going to give me 10 and a half, I feel really good about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Michigan at nine and a half is what you have. Vegas says nine and a half. Dead hit. Penn State, you think Vegas was going to pick them at eight and a half, and you'd be right. Eight and a half. Michigan State, you have eight. Vegas has them at seven and a half. So another correct answer. Wisconsin, you thought that Vegas would put them at eight. I haven't looked. I would bet they would have gone eight and a half or nine. They went eight and a half. You're right. I'm right. Everybody's happy. On to Iowa that you have at eight. Vegas has them at seven and a half. That's a win for you. Undefeated so far in the Big Ten. You have Nebraska at eight. Vegas has them at eight and a half. Another win. Northwestern, you have at seven. Vegas has them at six and a half. Still perfect in the Big Ten. Minnesota at seven. Vegas has them at six and a half. Another victory for Dace. Purdue six and a half. Vegas has Purdue at eight. First mm. miss, and it's a wide one. I'm a little surprised, but um, because it's not a team with huge public perception, but I think it goes to the perception of what Jeff Brom is building there. And you kind of get the sense that it's going to be this year or next. They're going to be the Big 12 West representative in Indianapolis. It's going to be one of these coming couple of years. Don't you get that sense? Uh, I get the sense that they're certainly going to compete. I think if, I, I think with what Nebraska has in their young classes, they probably, Purdue probably ought to do it this year. Uh, Purdue's rise may be at the same time as um, Nebraska's rise. So we'll see. Um, Indiana? You thought five. Vegas, they actually think better of the Hoosiers than you. They have it six. Maryland? Did you want to say something? I I was just going to say, why do I get the feeling we could be doing this 20 years from now and Indiana's total is either five or six? Because we'll be older and even more bored? (laughs) Indeed. Oh, that's not what you meant. That's not what you meant. No, that's not what I meant. Maryland, four and a half was your pick. Four and a half was the biggest guess. Dead hit. Illinois, you had at four. Vegas still not jumping on the levy train. They got him at three. And Rutgers, you had at two and a half. And, oh, my heavens, the link you sent me did not even list Rutgers. I'm not wow. even joking. They might be off the board because of, you know, the longest losing streak in college football coming into the year. So yeah. you'd be the judge to decide what to do with that, whether just not to count them at all or what to do. Let's not count them um, at all. I'm, a, I'm surprised Illinois is only a three. Given their non-conference schedule, they have three wins in the non-conference just by showing up. 
There you go. Uh, 10 out of 13. I'm, I'm surprised that Vegas isn't giving them three wins in the non-conference. And right, they get right. Rutgers at home, John. They get, right. So they're going to go 3 and 0 in the non-conference. They get Rutgers at home. Well, you know what I smell? I smell somebody who ought to put their money where their mouth is. Yeah, I, I missed that going little... through my best bets. I might have to maybe add that one maybe a little bit later on. Well, yeah. listen, everybody likes when you sprinkle a little frosting. That's a free one. <laughs> Um, I am about sprinkling some frosting. There's no question right. about that. My wife will tell 10, you. Ten out of thirteen. Very strong. So far, you are twenty-three out of thirty-six. That's about sixty-six percent. Exactly. On the fly. Didn't think I could do math like that, did you? I uh, did, but I'm well, impressed. <laughs> I can't do math like that, so you could have literally just told me any number and I would have believed it. So good job. Well, we were talking about 20, well, it's not exactly 66%. 26 would have been exactly so. See, I could have told you any number and got it right. I just, I just, <laughs> you're right there because I was confident. Uh, you have Oregon at nine. Vegas, they agree. They have them at nine. Washington, you have at nine. Vegas has nine and a half, two for two. Utah, you have an eight and a half. Vegas has them at nine. So it's another hit. Washington State, eight and a half. Exactly what Vegas has them at. Stanford, eight. Vegas, six and a half. When was the last time wow. you were seven games? I'll bet you, I'll bet you since they joined the Pac-12 anyway, Utah has never had a higher win total than Stanford. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that, that reinforces my data that, that this is their Stanford's overall depth is down compared to what we've been used to. And it's a program that three out of the last four years has lost at least three games with the one exception being the Christian McCaffrey Rose Bowl year. You thought Vegas would pick USC at eight. What would Steve Dace put USC as? Probably about. Um, given their schedule, eight and a half or nine. Okay. Vegas says six and a half. Well, this is going to come up in the, in the subsequent best bet podcast. When I saw that number, it reminds me a lot of LSU at this time last year, where my numbers had LSU as a top six roster. I think they were the fifth or sixth most talented roster in college football. But there was a lot of belief Ed Orgeron was toast, a lot of disorder in the administration. Um, you know, the schedule was too hard. And that was LSU's win total was six and a half. And they ended up finishing, you know, 11 and two or whatever it was for the season or 10 and three and won a New Year's Six Bowl. This kind of reminds me of the same thing. Just substitute Ed Orgeron for Clay Helton. My numbers say this is the 12th most talented roster in all of college football. So... You know, you're bringing in an air raid offense, which will feel weird. I mean, watching, you know, long-time, you know, pro-style offenses at USC and Michigan this year, throw it all over the yards, going to be weird. But both schools have recruited so well at wide receiver that I think it's a good time to do that. Um, so I, I think that's a way overreaction that reminds me of what happened with LSU last year. Okay. Um. Cal, you said six. Vegas says six. The dead hit. Arizona State, you said six. Vegas, they say seven and a half. This is going to show up in the next podcast. I'll just say that. All right. Yeah. Arizona State, five and a half. 
Vegas so has Arizona. Them. Arizona. I'm sorry, Arizona. Five and a half. Vegas has them at seven. So it's a miss. Wow. That's really okay. my gosh. Yeah. Vegas's win totals are consistently higher on these teams than you. UCLA. Vegas has them at five. Or you had them at five, rather. Vegas five and a half. That's a hit. Colorado at four and a half is what you said. That's a dead hit. And you have Oregon State at three. Vegas had them at two and a half, also a hit. So that's eight out of 12 with four direct hits. Let's move on to the SEC, where you have Bama at 11, which is the probably the easiest selection on the map. That's a dead-on hit. That's a gimme. You have Georgia at 10 and a half. Vegas says, hold the phone. We'll give you the half points, Steve, but we think that they're worth 11 as well. Each member of the SEC, different divisions, not on the same schedule, at 11. That tells you they think Georgia is pretty much right there with Alabama. That's what it tells you. And I agree, which you'll see when my college football preview is released here uh, in the next week or so. You'll see that. Oh, man. You, you're dropping you're dropping more teases than the Heather Locklear poster on my wall in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it. These teases, what you did with those, please. Thank you. Uh, LSU, nine and a half. sprinkled enough frosting on this podcast. LSU, nine and a half. Cut that out. LSU, nine and a half is what your pick was. Uh, Vegas at nine. So it hit. Florida at eight and a half is your pick. Vegas says Florida at nine. That is another hit. Texas A&M, you say eight. Vegas says seven and a half. That's another hit. Auburn is at eight. You said, or you said eight. Vegas says eight. So that's another dead on hit. Missouri, you say seven and a half. Vegas says six and a half. I'm noticing something here. You are crushing the the upper echelon favorites, the three, the four, the five, the six teams that you know are going to be the favorites in these leagues. But once you get down to the middle, the middling teams, that's where you're struggling. Yeah, well, you're noticing I'm getting the top well and the bottom well in all of these leagues. And it's in this middle area. Okay. And, and And you know why? It's the highest variance, you know? I mean – you know that that five to eight win range for a lot of these teams, you're you're one injury away, or you know um, one injury from a, an opponent in a swing game away, and that's where you really got to do your homework, and that's why you keep updating your numbers throughout the course of the season, because um, that's where your highest amount of variance is when you get pretty good versus pretty good, or or average versus average, depending on if you want to look at a glass half full or half. Empty. Right, right. Um, let's go down to Mississippi State, where you have them at seven and a half. Trying to get back to my sheet here. Uh, Vegas has them at eight and a half. So there's a miss. Uh, Kentucky, you have at seven. What you, when I say you have, just to remind everyone, this is what Dace is predicting Vegas would be. Vegas has them at six. No respect. Tennessee. And I, I thought I was giving Kentucky too much respect. So, yeah, and I think I think I, uh, and the Missouri and Mississippi State teams, they will come up 
in the next podcast. Yeah, Vegas is looking for people to jump all over Kentucky on the over. Uh, Tennessee, you have six and a half. That's what Vegas sees. Man, they've been down for a while. South Carolina at six. Vegas says bingo, bango, bongo. They are at six. Old Miss, you have at five. It's exactly what Vegas has. Vanderbilt at five. Dead hit. And Arkansas at four and a half. Vegas says six and a half. Yeah, I think this is going to be the second year in a row. I'm going to be right about Arkansas, and Vegas is not. But that will come up in the next podcast. Okay, I'm going to do a little quick computing here. That is um, – hang on a second. I'm going to change that screen. Your numbers are really good. The early returns are good. One, two, three, four, five, six direct hits in the SEC. And one, two, three, four, eight out of 14 is what you have there. Going to come over here to the eight. So, all told, you had 39 – Hits and 62 misses. I'm sorry. 39 hits and 63 misses. Is it 63? So there's 65 total games or total teams. Okay. And we didn't have Rutgers. So we didn't have Rutgers, so that's 64. Right. Okay. And why is – so there's 13 in the ACC. 15 in the AC, 15 in the ACC. There we go. That was my problem. Okay. So, 64. So you got 39 out of 64. Typing this into Excel. A little division here. 39 divided by 64 is 60.93%. How about them apples? You can live on it. Yeah, you can live on yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure can. So there's another number here. 37.5 was the total variance. I'm going to take that number equals that number divided by 64. So your average miss, your average miss was 0.58. When you t- when you add up all the hits that you had, the correct ones you had. Wow. Your, 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 not your average miss. Your at your average score. Was point of point five eight variance, so eight hundredths of a point was the difference between you being on an average dead on. That's pretty good. Not Which exactly means if we put sure. this at a full game, this would have been like over eighty percent. Oh that's my what. good heavens! Yes, I mean that's child's play. Which is why we upped it to a half. Yeah, we moved the, we moved the us, game up to high. The rest, level. Are, yeah. the rest of us are mere mortals. Right. You're still playing yeah. the All-American mode. I'm playing the Heisman mode. I get that. That's yeah. all right. That's that's what's going on. So, folks, I know a lot of you live in the state of Iowa, and I know that a lot of you, as a pastime, for whatever reason, enjoy getting down on some of these games. Probably this year more than any other. Listen to these podcasts. Dace is, Dace is on a roll. But we must caution you. Please do not wager more than you're willing to lose. People can and do lose money in sports gambling. And we are not responsible for any decisions you may make. But happy betting. For Steve, I'm John. We'll talk to you soon.